Year after year, one of the most consistent items on my do something list is to have fun with fashion. Exploring my personal style has added more joy to my everyday life and helped me feel more like myself on the regular. However, I have found that there are some brands I would love to explore more, but they are out of my typical price range. Or there's the it item that I would love to try out, but without the commitment of keeping it. Enter Armoire. With a clothing rental membership from Armoire, you can build the perfect wardrobe with brands that are high quality, unique, and recommended just for you. All you have to do is take a five minute style quiz and select items from your dynamic personalized closet. The styles show up at your door in as little as two days. Then when you're ready for new clothes, just swap them out for more new to you styles. I just did my quiz and have selected a few dresses for the summer from Bowdoin, one of my favorite brands that I can't typically afford. And I also got a double-breasted black blazer from a new-to-me designer, a classic item that I have been on the hunt for but too scared to commit to until I know it's the one. For you expecting mamas, for those who are working or those who are style-obsessed, who want to switch out your wardrobe with quality pieces without the designer prices, check out this woman-owned company that has your style and your sustainability in mind. Right now, my listeners can give Armoire a try and get up to 50% off their first month. That's up to $125 off. Just visit armoire.style slash progress. That's armoire.style, A-R-M-O-I-R-E dot style slash progress to get up to 50% off your first month and never worry about what to wear again. Try Armoire today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to About Progress, a podcast devoted to ordinary people who are striving to improve themselves, overcome obstacles, and make something special of their lives, all while maintaining a healthy balance. In short, people who know life is about progress, not perfection. Hello there. Thank you so much for listening. First, I have a bit of a psych. Um, I told you last week that I was going to take a break after this episode this week. Well, I've actually changed my mind. (laughs) So sorry about that. We're so close to 100 episodes that I'm going to get us to that finish line. And then we'll be taking a break for the summer. But I will still be airing podcasts that have been ones that have meant a lot to me. So there's going to be more information I will share as we get closer and why I'm going to have a a break after 100 episodes and what you can look forward to in the future, both for me and the podcast. So I'm really excited about that. And why was I considering that break? Well, it has to do with the topic we are discussing today on the podcast with Crystal Lee Beck of the Mama Ladder. And it's fear. (laughs) Oh, my old friend, fear. I have been letting fear get in the way of the podcast and the dreams I've had for it. I've had fear of what others are thinking about it, fear of not 
growing in the way that I like, fear that I can't keep up with it, with all the demands I have in my family, yada, yada. So fear has been a, a long friend of mine, and I think I've written at least 10 blog posts on it when I used to write, um, which is actually one of the things I want to do more this summer. It's the root of my mental health issues. It's the root of my self-doubts and sabotage. It's the root of my battles with depression and even my perception of myself as a mother for many years. So this discussion with Crystal Lee was very timely. We talk about seven different fears that people face as they start their businesses, but I don't care where you're at in your life. Somehow these seven fears are impacting you too. Some of these fears might surprise you as they did me and others I'm sure you could guess right off the right off the bat, such as financial fears. And that's a huge one for me. And we actually talk about money fears a lot. Crystal Lee has done a lot of work in that area and she has a lot to teach us about how we view money, um, along with several other fears that we were able to get into. Crystal Lee Beck is an entrepreneur, a professional writer, and a mother. She has studied fear a lot. She's written an ebook on it and she's overcome a great deal of it herself. So she really knows her stuff. Before we dig into the interview, I want to let you know that Crystal Lee's book, Mama's Guide, How to Embrace Seven Big Business Fears, is so kindly being offered to you all for free. Listen to the interview to hear how you can get that for free. And also, please stick to the end of the interview. If you are a mama who really wants to dive into her side hustle to create a business um, and you need some cash flow to do that, the last 10 minutes or so of this interview, Crystal Lee talks about an amazing grant the Mama Ladder is offering, and it's going to be a competition. So I want you to go for it. I want to get an About Progress listener to be the one to win this grant and move their business forward. So stick to the end. Also, if you're a mom who is not interested in doing a side hustle, not a mom, or just thinking that this episode doesn't apply to you, just stop it right there. <laughs> that's that's fear talking. But seriously, you're going to find so much here that's just right for you and the fears that you are facing in your own life. Let's dig into my conversation now with Crystal Lee. I'm here with Crystal Lee Beck. Hi, Crystal Lee. Hi, Monica. Welcome Thanks to the show. Me. No, I'm so excited to have you on. I want you to start by introducing yourself to our listeners. Sure. My name's Crystal Lee Beck. I'm a mom of two cute messmakers. I'm a writer and a speaker and an entrepreneur. And I co-founded the Mama Ladder, which helps moms make bigger impacts in their business. That's great. So today we have you on to talk about fear. So this is a topic that's going to relate to any of our listeners, um, but you have special experience within the realm of mamas who are starting their own businesses and being entrepreneurs, as well as your own personal experience um, within your own life. So let's start by having you first tell us about your your wonderful ebook. I've read it. It really is a genuinely good, helpful ebook. And it has really great quotes in there too, which I loved. But tell us more about that first so that they know um, what you have as a resource to give them that this this conversation is based off of. And then we'll dive in. The Mama's Guide uh, that we created is called The Mama's Guide, How to Embrace Seven Big Business Fears. And the reason that we spent a lot of time and investment in in writing this and putting it together as a resource for moms is because 
so many of the mom entrepreneurs or moms who want to start their own business that I've talked to, um, two of the biggest things that hold them back are fear mm-hmm. and time. But I, I would actually put time under the category of fear. Uh, fear is a big blocker for so many people to create the life they want, to put themselves out there in whatever creative fashion they want, whether it's photography or interior design or creating a cute t-shirt company. I mean, whatever it is, um, fear is a very real thing for a lot of people. And so in this ebook, we did a lot of research on the science of fear and we categorized seven different areas of fear that moms and specifically moms starting a business face. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm just so excited to talk about this because that's what I hear from my um, community that holds people back so much. And I know personally why that is because it held me back. I mean, I thought about starting, um, starting this whole community for probably eight or nine years before I finally did it. And fear is what hold, held me back. So let's talk about what those areas are. What are those seven different areas of fear or types of fear that get in the way of people? And we can say progress, whether it's in their business or in their own personal life. Well, first, self-doubt fears. Second, business fears. Third, money fears. Fourth, time fears. Fifth, family fears. Sixth, failure fears. And seventh, which is actually... I think a really big one for people is success fears. Okay. So first let's talk about the success one because that is one that really surprised me when I read it, but I also was like, oh my goodness, I totally had that. I know other people would too. What is a success fear? Sure. So success fear for me is is particularly important because out of all of these, that was my biggest fear was Mm -hmm. fear of success. So Under this category, this would be things like being afraid of making it big or being afraid of being judged by other people in your life for being successful or being afraid that if you if you reach a potential that maybe others will feel badly that they that they didn't or that you might appear to be bragging or being afraid of being wealthy, being wildly successful and there, there's a lot of fear around that. And one of the quotes we have in here I really love, it's from Russell Bishop. And he says, fear of success and fear of failure can be very closely aligned. On the surface, this notion might seem ridiculous. What on earth can be scary about success? But if you dig a bit below the surface, you might discover some powerfully limiting aspects of your own mindset and your approach to life. And and honestly, Monica, that's been the biggest fear that I've had to work through in the past two years of my business. Um, I, And it's not like I ha- I've had a little bit of all of those fears, but um, that's been probably the biggest one for me is being like knowing that I've got this greatness in me and knowing that I have this huge potential, but there's been very real fear of what will that look like and how will that change my life and how will people treat me and And really, a lot of it boils down to um, fears of what other people think of me, which Mm -hmm. I've I've been working with an elite business coach and really working on breaking those down and seeing them for what they are and saying, you know, I don't need to limit myself by what other people say or by how they judge me or I, I don't need to have that hold me back. 
That's so cool that you're getting um, some really hard work on that. And I thought for me, if I were to think about what fear of success would be for me, it'd be how would success change my family? What pressures would it put on? What stress Mm -hmm. would it put on our lives? And I wonder if that's part of it too. Yeah, I absolutely would agree with that. That that would fall under that category. Because when you think about fear of success, I mean, often we, we fantasize what, what would success look like in my life? And so comparing that to the reality of where we are now and where we could be, mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's really fun to fantasize about that, but when it boils down to it, um, it there can be some fear there of how how will this change things for us and how how will this affect our family relationships? And um, so, uh, yeah, there's definitely something to that, Monica, for sure. Well, so when, within your own business, and you are a writer, and your business is related to writing, um, you have a you have a team of writers, right? And I'm like going to keep saying right. <laughs> you have a team of writers, correct? Yes. And so, what did you yes. do then to overcome that fear of success, or how are you working on it? What has helped? Sure. So, and I'm going to back up just a second to make it clear. So, I I have two businesses that I own. I have um, my writing business, which Mm -hmm. is called Professional Communication Consulting. I have a team of writers. And then the Mama Ladder, which is really focused on helping mom entrepreneurs. So so back to your question about these writers. Um, So one of the big things that I've I've been learning the past two years, um, and and this is one of the reasons I'm so drawn to you and your message at About Progress is that I've really had to learn to let go of perfectionism. Um, and as a writer myself, um, for so many years of my life, like I was the one who was crossing the T's and putting in the commas and making, I mean, just mm-hmm. that was my job. I was a writer. And so for me to get business training and to learn if I'm going to have a successful business, I have to scale myself. And in order to do that, and I like to say multiply myself, I, I need to have a talented team. So that puts me more in a managerial role. I've had to learn to trust my team and, and they're not perfect. I mean, they do an awesome, awesome job, but sometimes there are some things that maybe I would have done differently, but I've had to learn to be okay with that. And, and also I've had to learn to give good trainings, like coming up in a couple weeks, I'm doing a half day training with my managing editors where I'm going to get into some pretty specific uh, instruction on how, I want them to interact with clients and with with each other and giving them my vision for where I see our company going. And Mm -hmm. so it puts it, um, it's a different, a different skill set, but, but part of getting to the business owner mindset is allowing yourself to let go of having to be in all the details and trusting a talented team to take care of it for you. Okay. Yeah. Just speaking to you, I can see why you also um, coach business you know, up, um, up and coming business, the mamas as well. I can see why we need you because you've been through this with your own writing business and now the mama ladder business as well. Um, so let's talk about the flip side of the fear of success, the fear of failure, which I think is probably what will come to most people's mind first. Do you think that's the most prominent fear people face? I would think so. And this ties in so closely with with your mission of letting go of perfectionism because failure fears really revolve around things like fear of making a mistake, fear of feeling like a fool, fear mm-hmm. of 
missing opportunities or fear of what others think of you um, and your failure. And um, so, and, and fear of failure holds so many people back from, from trying Mm. any, like all kinds of things. But I, I would agree with you. That's actually one of the most prominent ones for a lot of people. So when you see this in a client, what do you do to help them work through that fear? Um, so, and, and you're saying like a mom entrepreneur. Yeah. So I would definitely want to open their mind and expand their mind and help them see the possibilities of what happens if they don't try, because there's an opportunity cost and, and sure, maybe something will flop, but if you don't try, you never know how it will turn out. And I mean, so Mm. many stories from our history, I mean, from, the discovery of the light bulb and the thousands of tries that it took for Thomas Edison to get there. I mean, anyone who's ever had any success in life, anyone in any category, an astronaut, a scientist, a writer, anyone there, they have a series of failures before they hit that success. And Hmm. um, so, so I, yeah, to, to coach them through that and help them, I, I would share some specific stories, but also, have them think about in their life times when they've tried something that was scary or that they might fail at and whether that's trying out for the soccer team or trying out to be in a play or, I mean, applying for a job. Like there's so many things we do in life that are risky and we might get get rejected. But if we don't try, we'll never have those opportunities. Mm-hmm. And you've, you've said too um, in your book that, Failure often show, is a sign of how courageous you are. And the fact it acts as evidence that you tried something and you tried something hard. Um, I wanted to see what you could say more on that. And if you had a personal example of that as well. Sure. So I actually love talking about failure because um, it's so true that when, when you failed at something, that lets you know it, it that lets you know not to do it that way but it, it teaches you a lesson and and for me one of the biggest joys and the reason I have such a fire about entrepreneurship is that for me I've always been a girl who loves school and it's because I love learning and I, I love people but um, for me entrepreneurship is really the next step in my personal progression of um, these constant series of lessons. And I've made so many mistakes in my business, just silly little things that, I mean, for just off the top of my head, like once I sent a proposal over to this company to do marketing writing for them, and I mean, total oxymoron, I misspelled their business name in their um, proposal, yeah. <laughs> which is, yeah, it's so embarrassing and like yeah. such a no-no. And I mean, luckily the person I sent it to is a friend of mine. And he said, Hey, you're going to want to change this before I share it with our CEO. Cause oh, that would be a big no, no for him. And I was just like bright red. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like, like cause we, yes. one of the things that we <laughs> promise is that you'll have flawless grammar. And, mm-hmm. and I mean, that, that's something I pride myself on, but everyone makes mistakes and yeah. that's just part of, it's just part of trying. And so when those things happen, like I've, I've trained myself to think, 
And it's not like I don't sometimes feel like, oh, man, I should have known better. But I definitely look at it more as a learning opportunity now. And mm-hmm. I see I see when I make mistakes and I fail at things as, as a chance to do it better next time. And that's so freeing. It's such a freeing thought mm. instead of beating myself up or feeling like I failed. Um, I, I don't really think there is failure as long as you're able to try you're willing to try again and, and approach it differently. Um, yeah, you can really be free of it. I love that word that you're using to describe how it feels to embrace the, the potential for failure and the outcomes that might come with that are quote unquote failures as freeing. That's pretty incredible to think of changing your mindset about it, how freeing that is as you're going into something you talked a lot about mindset inadvertently, and I want to get more into that. But first, I wanted to ask about um, the side of me that is thinking, but what if what if your failure involves money? Like, that's the fear I think um, is a pretty practical fear that people have as they're trying to start something, even if it's just, I want to take this class and learn how to watercolor, but it costs money, and I also have to hire a babysitter, and then, you know, it's money is a big thing. So let's get into the fear of money. And what do you have to say about this fear in particular? Ooh, I love talking about this. I'm so glad. Really? You asked. And, <laughs> and yeah, oh, I love talking about money because it's something I've really learned to see differently in my life. I have, in the past two years, I've completely transformed my relationship with money. So I wow. think that before I talk about fears of money, um, I'd like to redefine it. Okay. Um, so I want to I want to ask you a quick question here yeah. about fi- about fire. So when you hear the word fire, Monica, do you see it as a positive or a negative? Oh, immediately I got scared. <laughs> you got you scared. Like a, a fire okay. in my house. So, you know, like I was thinking negative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like someone knocks over a candle. Okay, totally. So for some people, so let's think of like Eskimos in in a very cold place. Mm-hmm. For them, fire is life. Like it's yeah. their warmth and it's their comfort and it's their fireplace. And mm. so I would I would invite you to consider that fire is really neutral. It depends mm. on how it's used because oh fire goodness. can be very damaging and destructing, yeah. destructive, mm-hmm. or it can be life-giving. And I would say the same thing goes with money. Um, where most of my life I saw money in a negative light and I saw it as something um, greedy or power hungry or um, selfish. But in the past couple years, I've worked really hard on changing my mindset and changing my thoughts around money. And now I realize money is neutral. Um, And part of the progression that I've had in that money concept is, I've written a biography for a serial entrepreneur named Alan Hall, and he um, is a super, super successful man. I mean, the company that he built, it's like a $250 million revenue company, and he's built several businesses, and he's an investor. But the thing I love most about him is how much he gives away. He's a philanthropist, and he Mm -hmm. gives so much money away. And for me, that was so eye-opening. I've been working on this book for the past two years, we're now in the, the final draft um, season. I'm so excited to have it almost done. Yeah, but, that's incredible. Um, yeah. 
but it but that was probably the biggest gift that I got from working on that book was seeing that um, here some people might look at him and see him as uh, all negative things that I talked about with money. Um, mm-hmm. But I see him and so many people who have benefited from his generosity. And I, I've seen very closely into his heart. Like I see him using money for good. And, and that is how I personally define money now. I define money as freedom to do good. And so for me, I want to make as much money as I can so that I can give it away. (laughs) And I mean, of course, like take care of my family and everything, but um, I, I've had a little taste of philanthropy and and, and it's baked into my business, both of my businesses, um, which like our high, our high five grants that we're, we're launching. um, And we'll talk more about this, but, um, we're giving away $5,000 twice a year to a promising mom entrepreneur. And um, for me, the ability to, to give money away is so thrilling. And, and I've had, yeah, like I got to help this, these families in refu- of refugees in Greece last spring and wow. um, raise money and take it to go help them have a week's worth of fresh food. And I mean, the mm-hmm. rush and the thrill of being able to give is so powerful and beautiful. And so for me, when you talk about fears of money, um, I know that there's a lot of fear for a lot of people about money. And I think that at the core of that, um, it boils down to them changing how they view money and how, how they use it in their life. And so, for example, like if there's fear of not having enough money to pay a babysitter you mentioned earlier mm-hmm. um then part of that is believing that you will be able to do it it's having faith the opposite of fear is faith it's having faith that you'll be able to figure it out i had that exact scenario myself when i started my business i'd been laid off from my corporate ladder job mm-hmm. and i had two kids under two, I had two little babies, and mm. we were in a very, a very painful financial place. And again, this was two years ago. This is before I'd really had all these money realizations. Um, and so at that point, I knew that if I was going to do a business, I had to have some dedicated time to think. And so I needed nine to 12 hours a week is what I set aside. So I hired a babysitter. I think it was if I started at nine hours a week. So it was She'd come three afternoons, three hours at a time or something like that. I can't remember exactly, mm-hmm. but, and then it, it was a certain amount each month. So I think it was somewhere around like 300 or $400 a month. And my husband said the only thing he expected of me was to be able to pay her so that we weren't going in the hole for me to do my mm-hmm. business stuff. And, um, and honestly, at that point, that was a little scary to me. It yeah. took a leap of faith for me to find that babysitter and say, okay, I'm hiring you for the summer, so for three, three, because they didn't have any clients yet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but there's something about taking action and being bold enough to declare what you want and then take the actions to make it happen. So I hired her, and you better believe that during those nine hours, I worked my little tail off, and mm-hmm. I called everyone I knew, and I reached out to my contacts, and within just a matter of weeks, I had all these little sprouts starting to grow with potential clients and opportunities. And, and just over the course of time, 
it just grew and grew and grew to where, I mean, I definitely could pay a babysitter, but also was making so much more revenue than that, that it, it just really, I mean, it just grew, grew, grew to the point where I had to get help and start hiring a team. And, um, I feel like I'm, I'm kind of going on here, but hopefully, no, I'm just captivated. Yeah. (laughs) But it, it really does. It starts, it starts in the small things and it starts in believing that what it is that you want to do. And there's so many, every person has different desires, but whatever it is that you want to create as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a creator, um, believing that the money will show up and, and part of that is being willing to ask for it. And so many women who I work with and who I've talked to, they have a lot of fear around asking for the sale or asking for money. And they feel like they're doing something wrong or taking advantage of someone or whatever. But honestly, at the core of that is, is insecurity in their, in their product or their service. And, and that can be changed. That can be um, cemented into confidence um, because now, I mean, I'll, I work with, uh, with my writing company, I work with big enterprise companies and I ask for what I want and I am not cheap. We are not cheap, but we do a good job and we have a whole portfolio to back us up so that we are worth it. And I have the confidence to, to ask for a high price and I get paid it and it feels awesome and it makes my team feel awesome. And we, we live up to that expectation. Um, but again, Mm -hmm. I, I had to work up to this. It's not Mm -hmm. like it just happened. I had to build up my confidence, build up my belief that, um, that money is a good thing and that I, I want to attract it in my life and that I am worthy of it. And so many people, don't think they're worthy of money. Yeah. Okay, this is this just must be something that people need to hear because it's something I'm actually working on myself too. Um it came up when I spoke with Preston Pugmeyer on the show. He's a he's a creative entrepreneur coach and I'm really held up on this money thing cuz I was raised in a super frugal home. Both of my parents grew up on farms. My dad was a doctor, but I mean, the way we lived, we all thought we were dirt poor growing up because they were so, so careful, which is smart. But I'm like wondering the side of me that I'm like, how, how are you able to believe that the money will show up, but also not just start spending like, like your money, like you're a celebrity? Um, <laughs> what's, how is that, that balanced out for people who might be having that same question? Yeah, like you, I come from a very humble background, very, well, very frugal. And, and I think of myself as very frugal. I, I definitely am. I mean, but I, I get most of my, my clothes. I like to acquire them from friends or at thrift stores. And that's my personal preference. Like, that's just what I like to do. But, but anyways, um, as far as like frugality and business and, yeah. Um, creating. Mm-hmm. Um, there is, this is something that my coach taught me actually. Um, frugality in business is actually very expensive. So like you, like I'm, I'm very frugal when it comes to like my family finances and I like to find deals and I, um, 
I'm, yeah, I'm kind of a whiz with finding deals actually, but, um, and I, I live in a very frugal way, but when it comes to my business, I, I recognize that spending money is an investment. So for example, when I created the mama ladder website, so the mama ladder.com, I wanted it to look amazing and professional and attract the kind of women who we wanted to help. And so I didn't just slop it together myself. Like I, I invested in having a professional design it who has a skill set that I don't have. And I, um, and it, and it was a high investment for me at the time. It was, it was a good chunk of change and thousands of dollars, honestly, mm-hmm. but it was something that I felt like would be an investment and it has absolutely paid itself back in the opportunities that we've had and the women we've been able to attract and, and the, the sponsors we've been able to attract. And, um, and so, so I guess that's, that's one thing I would say. Yeah. When you said you believe that the money will show up, but you also talked about sometimes that means asking for it. It doesn't mean like you're just going to be irresponsible, but it's the mind, it's the mindset of how you're viewing money and your choices and spending it wisely and, and doing it out of wisdom instead of fear. Is that right? Yes. Yes. So sorry if I got a little off track on that, but you but yes, no, to go back to I'm still trying to get it. your, um, yeah, talking. So and you, you said, what's the difference or how do you find a balance between believing that it will show up? And then maybe you, you said like spending as if you're a celebrity. So mm-hmm. maybe acting as though it's already there. Um, and, so there, that, that is kind of a, a fine balance. Um, and I guess, I guess where I was trying to make, make a little bit of a differentiation between family finances and being a business owner and how you have stewardship over your business. Um, would you want to focus more on the family side to talk about believing the money will show up or, because um, I kind of yeah, put them in two different about, categories. I, yeah, we talked about the business a little bit. I'm kind of I am thinking about um, someone who it, they really just are are wanting to try something new, even if it's like a, a class nearby or um, uh-huh. you know. I'm just trying to think of those moms out there that they don't have that money in their bank account to even pay for a babysitter, like we talked about, to go to a class or for the class or for the materials of the thing they want to create, um, and just how they, okay. how mm-hmm. they can change their mindset. And is this even, is this something that you want to talk about? Cause I'm like realizing this is something yeah. I'm really interested in, but I want to make sure this no, is something. I'm fine talking about it. Okay. No, so... I honestly love talking about money. I love okay. talking about money. Okay. Um... So what about that? What about that mama then? That's, I mean, I feel like yeah. this is me. I'm like, I have so many ideas. I have so many things I want to do, but I, that's the frugal side of me growing up. It's like, well, what's in the bank account and they're not adding up. I mean, they're not there. It's just not there. <laughs> so what do you do without like, yeah, great, without so, sacrificing your family? Um, you know, like making it so they can't eat and you can't pay the mortgage and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, definitely, um, they're like wisdom in all things, but I, I'm thinking about there's this phrase that, um, and I got this from Robert Kiyosaki who wrote the rich dad, poor dad series, which is really mind blowing. I mean, so it's so eye opening about money. But one of the things that he says is that he was taught 
Yeah, rich dad, poor dad. I'm writing that down. Um, okay. He was taught that instead of saying we can't afford something, to say how can we afford this? Okay. And when you <laughs> this is when so you change different. the question, yeah. When you change the change the perspective. So, for example, say you want to put your daughter in dance classes, and it just doesn't look like there's going to be enough money for that. So instead of saying we can't afford that. Think, how can we afford that? And that opens you up the possibilities of being creative. So maybe you know a dance instructor and maybe you can swap services and maybe you could babysit for her kids and then she could could watch or she could teach your daughter dance. Or maybe, um, maybe you can find different ways. So say you need $100 to get these craft materials. There are so many ways to make money, so mm. many ways to make really quick, easy money. I mean, if you want to sell sell something that you don't use anymore on Craigslist or if you want to do a yard sale or if you want to, um, I mean, there's so many ways to make money. And so it's really opening yourself up to thinking about what is it, what is it that I already have to offer and what is it that someone else would find value in that, that I could ask them if they want this from me. And it could be offering services. So maybe... You're really good at calligraphy and you, I mean, this is getting kind of into entrepreneurship here, but maybe you could offer like um, putting the addresses on wedding envelopes for people in your area or, I mean, what, everyone mm-hmm. has some kind of, some type of marketable skill that someone else needs. So it's a matter of, and this is one of my passions is helping women recognize what those skills are and strategizing their strengths. So that they can turn it into a business that wow. that works for them and works for their family, and and that's what you do. I, in yeah, the it helps or is that within? Yeah, the, okay. that's what we do. Yeah. that's what we do. I love <laughs> so, it. So, and the whole goal of it is to help women have the financial freedom to enjoy more time with their kids and mm. be able to cre- like live and create in the ways that they want to and do so in a very financially abundant way. Wow. Okay. This is, this was equal parts confusing and mind blowing, like in the best way, you know, you're like, but what? <laughs> what? That's so different than I've been looking at it. And I'm sure so many of our listeners are going to feel the same way. So that was so helpful. Just even that one phrase, how can we afford this? And just putting the power back in in your hands, you know? Um, yeah. Okay. That helped yeah. me a lot. You know, okay. So we've been through, three of the fears, maybe we can talk about one more. And then I want to talk about your high five grant that you mentioned. So what is one more you just feel like mamas need to hear about? Yeah, I would say self doubt. Okay, yes. Like self doubt fears. Mm -hmm. So So what does that look like? Who am? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's the kind of little doubts that come up in your mind of like, who am I to do this? And there's other people who are better than me and and why would someone want to buy this from or 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 use my service or uh who yeah it's a lot of those who are my questions who am I to do this and um what is it that I have to offer and what I'm, I'm lacking so much there are other people that know more than I do and um just yesterday I was talking with with a friend who he or she she is so crazy qualified to talk about nutrition and healthy eating and healthy living but she was telling me she felt like she needed to take more more and she has a bachelor's degree and I don't want to identify her too much in case she listens to this but 
Sure. But um, she felt like she needed to take more courses and learn more. And, and I looked at her and I just lovingly told her, you know, you already have within you so much knowledge that so many other people don't have yet. Mm-hmm. And if, if you want to keep learning, that's great. But I want you to know that the things that you're talking about creating, these different blog posts and these ebooks, you already have within you what you need. You are very mm-hmm. knowledgeable. And Love and that. so that was her her expressing self doubt and self um self critique or ap- apprehension that that what she has to offer isn't enough. And yeah, one of my <laughs> messages for women out there is you are enough as you mm-hmm. are and I bring what you have and create, start where you are now, create mm-hmm. where you are. That's one of the things your book says too. Okay. So before we move into the high five grant, let's just talk about mindset a little bit. You know, so much of this is just changing your mind and what you're thinking about yourself, period, what your capabilities are, what your gifts are, what you can offer to the world and translating that to business as well. So you've talked about how you trained yourself and how freeing that was. What is one tip you have for someone who's like, well, how do I start training myself to change my mindset about fear? Well, and I do want to add that it was definitely not just me. I've read a Mm -hmm. lot of books and I've, I've hired and spent and invested a lot of money on coaches and mentors. And, Mm -hmm. and I put two years into writing a biography and really digging into the the mind of a multimillionaire, super successful entrepreneur. So it's definitely, I can't take credit or say that it's been me training myself, but I can take credit for actively immersing myself in that kind of, of thought because, I, as I said, I've, I've really transformed my relationship with money and fear and perfectionism, and, and that has been a very active, purposeful journey for me that I've, I've been very determined to learn how to, how to think differently and how to create something different in my life. And so I'm trying to go back to your question here. Um, no, you're totally um, oh, yeah. answering it. Where did so they start? How, yeah. how did I, yeah, the mindset, where did they start? So um, a few books that I would, I would recommend. Um, Wallace Waddles, The Science of Being Great is okay. amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and I love, and I, I read religiously. I mean, I, I'm probably on my fourth time of reading it. It's called Your Money or Your Life. Okay. It is amazing. Looks like your I money need to or your life. There. And, <laughs> oh, it's so beautiful. And okay. um, let's see, another one I would recommend. Um, the Secret is always great. The idea of uh-huh. attracting um, and manifesting things into your life. Okay. Um, but for me, yeah, your money or your life. And, and also another resource as far as money mindset that's been really inspiring to me is Mr. Money Mustache, okay. and he writes a blog, and he um, he's got kind of a kind of a crass, like kind of uh, just like really raw and like I I love him and he's so wise, but he kind of so he he, he like he swears and 
Um, but ultimately, his whole message is that um, the way that most people think about money is is messed up. Yeah. <laughs> and that there's a, another better way to to look at money. And so what he really promotes is early retirement. And, and that kind of ties in a lot with your money or your life. That's actually where I found out about that book was on his blog. Um, because it talks about why give the best years of your life away to your job. Um, why not? And this was the realization that I came to myself two years ago. I said, um, I was in a place of pain financially, like I mentioned. And I told myself, you know, I have a master's degree. I've done some pretty cool things in my life. I'm a, I'm a capable, intelligent person. Why not figure out money? Why not figure out how to make money mm-hmm. and do it now while I'm young and capable and can get a lot done so that I can spend most of my life giving it away and being comfortable and and being able to do so much good that I I feel like I'm here to do. And so, um, so yeah, those are some resources to get those started. And resources. I would also love to help people work through those money, money blocks and that mindset. That's, that's something I do with one-on-one um, power step sessions. That's one of the topics I'm very that. happy to talk about and help, help people work through and um, be able to take powerful steps towards creating a business that fits their family and money is a huge part of business that that's Mm -hmm. ultimately what defines it (laughs) like that's the difference between a hobby and a business is a business makes money yeah okay (laughs) there we go and so about fear too I found this common theme in uh, your ebook too about viewing fear differently is a great way to start too so tell us what people can how they can think about fear in a different way that's more empowering than, um, than I guess fearful. <laughs> it's not, it's all the same word. Yeah, sure. So fear, fear is part of how we're wired as human beings. And this, we have this in the science about fear section in our ebook. Um, but fear, I mean, literally like the physiological responses to fear. So like sweaty palms and your, your heart pounding harder and maybe getting a little sweaty. Um, all of those things are literally wired in us. And part of it, I mean, goes back to caveman days of um, if there was a threat or there was a some kind of big beast or something, that there would be this physiological response to have people run away and, and try to protect themselves. Um, and as we've evolved as, as humans and over time, um, we still feel a lot of those same physiological responses, mm. but it's not for life-threatening reasons. It's for um, being afraid of what other people will think or being afraid of failing or, or of losing money or um, of different, different things like that. And um, none of those are going to kill you. And if anything, fear is a sign that you are going towards something great. And I like to tell myself, and I, I read this somewhere, but I, I think I kind of put my own twist on it. Like everything that you really want in life is on the other side of fear. And so yeah. when fear shows up and fear is in your face and you feel really scared, really nervous, um, it's a good thing. It means that it, whatever it is that you want to do, whether it's run a half marathon or 
start a business or um, figure out a new skill. I mean, there's a reason why you want to do that and that you feel drawn to that. And so if fear comes showing up in front of it, um, so so for me, like half marathons, I have done several of them, and every every time I train, I prepare, and then I feel sick. I feel so mm-hmm. scared the morning of the race every mm-hmm. single time. I don't I don't know how to do it without that. But then I do my race, and I feel great, and I'm so proud of myself. And um, so it's really a matter of just recognizing that when fear shows up, it just means that you're on the right track, and and just give it a shot. And even if something goes wrong at least you tried oh I love it and you know it's one of those things the fear is a really um heavy feeling but there will be an equally heavy in terms of meaningful feeling but completely opposite um that thrill yeah confidence that um success that you did it um it it makes it all worth it okay love how that and this doesn't doesn't this, I mean, you just had a baby, like, doesn't this tie in so, so yes. much with motherhood and giving birth? Yeah, it totally I mean, does. it's a scary, it's a scary thing. And like, mm-hmm. my, I mean, you just had a baby, but, but man, like those, those fears of, am I going to survive this? Is this, yeah. my baby going to be okay? Like it, I'll, I want to let you say it. <laughs> like, I know how I feel about it with my kids, but. Oh, you no. just had a baby, Monica, so what you say, but how has that been for you? I, you know, it's one of those things, like, I've always been the, let's get really good and afraid about things, and then when I'm on the other side of it, it's never as bad as I feared, for one, but then, like you said, the rewards are so much greater. They're, they're at least equal to the amount of fear I had, the rewards, so I, I'm sure you feel that way, too. I do. I do. I love talking about this. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, this is yeah. this is amazing, and and I want to tell our listeners that the most incredible thing about this, like, where they're actually not here. I mean, there. Crystal is not here to sell you her book. Like, this is something she is um, so kindly offered to our listeners for free. It is so well written. I mean, that's one of her businesses as a writer, and it's very obvious this this there's a heart and soul poured, poured into this book. And it is so helpful. I read it all like in an hour because it was (laughs) exactly what I needed. So let's tell our listeners where they can sign up for that. And when they are signing up, they're also signing up to receive um, encouraging messages from you. And, um, and I've been, I've been on that for a while. I've been on those and I, and I love your, your emails as well. So Crystal Lee, tell us where people can sign up to get this ebook for free. Sure. Yeah. So this is a special offer for you about progress listeners. And so you go to our website, the mama, M-A-M-A, the mama ladder.com forward slash progress. And Great. there you can put in your name and email and we'll, we'll send you this ebook and, and yeah, you'll hear some uplifting. We're never spammy, but we're, we're always never. uplifting and have stories from, um, See Mama Climb, um, we call them See Mama Climb stories from mom entrepreneurs who are climbing after business dreams, and um, we we very much are here to help you. Wonderful. Okay, now we're, now we're not done. 
I want to now turn over to your high five grant that is coming up because that's a big part of why you're on the show today is to spread the word about this contest that you'll be having for for this grant. And I am so hopeful that our listeners will apply. It sounds so amazing. So tell us about this grant. Yeah, sure. So I'm so excited about this. So it's called High Five Grant for Moms. And I really believe that every mom entrepreneur out there with the right training, with powerful mentors, with a supportive network, and also with a high five. So for me, that represents like confidence and her feeling powerful um, that she can make huge impact in the world and her business. So the high five grant will officially open this summer. It's a semi-annual $5,000 grant, and we're partnering with national mom-founded brands um, who all have a story behind them of a mom who saw a need and and created something to fill that need, and now the world is benefiting from what she created. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we've, we've sponsored with these brands, and we're, we have this grant available for a promising mom entrepreneur. So twice a year in the summer and winter, we will be offering this, and it's just a matter of, of you uh, doing an application. So we have this on our website, the mama actually we just barely set up the new URL so oh, wonderful. it's got that done yesterday. So okay. it's so it's high high five grant dot com. High five grant dot com. Okay. Is where you can can sign up for those updates and where you'll be able to apply this summer. Oh, so exciting. I know when you're talking about this, I'm like, I want to apply, but I really am so hopeful that people who are listening to this, especially moms who do have that hobby that they want to actually make money. So it's a business apply, be brave, try something and see where this leads. Yes. You. Yeah. Even, even Go applying can be scary, but the it, it's so worth it to try. I mean, I applied for an e-design position that I had no business applying for. Like my resume was hilarious but I've I didn't even get like a reply email like thank you for your application but the process of spending my time and applying for it somehow built my confidence up to offer my services to other people because I'm like oh I I can do this and um I don't know I just really hope people will try I do too I love that example Monica and I I do too and you never know what will happen you never know so Go you for never it. know. Absolutely. And just like, <laughs> I don't know. That's what I'm all about. It doesn't even matter if you get what you'd envisioned as you started. I think it's the, the, the progress of trying, um, the process of trying is what makes you grow so much. So Crystalie, this has been wonderful. I want to hire you for everything in my life right now. Um, from <laughs> life coach to my finances coach to the business and I just think you're incredible. I love what you're doing. I love what you're about. I love what you're trying to do and empower in others. So thank you very much for being on the show. Oh, it is an honor to to be on your show. I love what you're doing, Monica. It's beautiful. So thank you. Thanks. One of the biggest takeaways I had with Crystal Lee is how we need to change our view of the fear of failure. And that failure is such a good thing that we can use to help move us forward. And I talked about this in one of my earlier episodes, how um, failure is totally not failure. And I'll link to that in my show notes for you. But I want to ask you, what are you afraid of? 
talk back to those fears. I want you to dig deep and decide today what you are going to do, actually do, to face your fears head on. Remember my do something challenge? I have quite a few interviews that I've already done that I haven't shared yet and I need to air. I'm so sorry to those of who I've interviewed for that. I love what you had to say, but honestly, all that I went through the last few months, which you can hear on my Joy podcast, really got in the way of me doing these interviews and or sharing these interviews rather. So I'm going to spend the next month, May, sharing those interviews. I'm going to highlight the people who have faced their fears head on by doing something. And when you listen to those, I want you to challenge yourself. Can you do that too? And when you do that something, let me know about it. You can tag me or direct message me on Instagram and Facebook at about progress or email me at packerprogress at gmail.com. And who knows, maybe I'll interview you for a highlight, a do something highlight on the show. And that would be so fun to get to know many more of you. If you want to secure the book that Crystal Lee talked about, go to the link in my show notes and you can find that on my website aboutprogress.com. I'll have instructions there on how to get it for free and there really is no catch there. It's it's a free book for you. I have read every word and remember this is Crystal Lee's business. She's a writer and so this legitimately is a very good book, very insightful, insightful well-researched, well-written very inspirational and the right length. I've read it in about an hour and that's with a lot of interruptions. And I am dead serious about wanting a podcast listener to win that high five grant. Go for it. People, I have gone for a lot of things that I didn't have any business trying and this podcast is one of them. Some of the things I went for were total flops and others were successful, but either way I came out winning. When you do something, you will always win. So you can find more information on Crystal Lee's website, themamaladder.com forward slash grant to find more information about that high five grant. And I've linked to that in my show notes as well. Okay, before we say goodbye, do me a favor, subscribe, share this podcast, share, share, share. I can't emphasize that enough. That's how we grow. And leave a review on iTunes or your Apple podcast app. I'm currently at 164 rating and re- ratings and reviews, and my goal is 500. So please help me get there. I can't do it without you. I have never asked my personal family or friends to leave a rating or a review, mostly because I didn't want to be that person to, to ask for special favors, but also because I wanted those ratings and reviews to be as authentic as possible. I really wanted to hear from you, the listeners, and get your feedback. But that was a pretty bad business decision on my part, but at least this one was intentional, right? (laughs) I made plenty of non-intentional bad business decisions, but that's another podcast. Next week, we're going to talk about the biggest struggle I have been having lately and also has to do with why I almost took a break um, before I think we were ready for that, and it's comparison. Let's get real and chat about how this terrible vice affects us all and what we can do about it. I'm really looking forward to talking to you about that. And until next Wednesday, take care of yourself. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. 
Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.